Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. is popping congregation it's your girl Lacey mosley aka scam goddess and we're back for another episode of scam goddess and i am so what yes excited i love our call and response just like church jesus amen guys today we have a dynamic comedian actress writer producer you y'all know her y'all know her and i'm so excited to have her here if you haven't been to her variety game show, Smart, Funny, and Black, which I actually have been to, and it was popping as fuck. We were dancing. We were singing. It was everything, um, which is like a creative, quality, multicultural comedy. Con- like, she does it across all platforms. Like, Amanda's everywhere. I'll see her and gave it away. Goddamn. So she plays Sydney Dubois on HBO's Insecure, and you can find her dropping gems on her podcast, which if you're not into it, get into it. But the girls are into it. Small Doses with Amanda Seals. Congregation, please welcome. Welcome, Amanda Seals, to the show. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you, for real. I've slowly been gathering up the Infinity Stones (laughs) of Insecure, uh, like Thanos, and I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I love it. Um, But, Amanda, I have to ask you. First of all, Amanda looks cute as fuck. Y'all can't see that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But she looks cute as hell. She has the cutest office. We both have pink offices, and I stand that and live for that for us. But, Amanda, what is... Your relationship with scams, like, have you ever been scammed? Do you like scams? Do you hate them? Are you very vigilant? Do you stay woke and you never get caught up? Like, what's your what's your situation? Um, I dated a scammer. I did not know that he... <laughs> Haven't we all? I mean... Was he a he man, like, perchance? <laughs> yes, he was a man. He was a... Um, I would say he was a reformed, like, scammer in the sense that he wasn't doing act like doing scams but just like Mm. his mindset was always like how do i like get get over over?" yeah like that was like his mindset (laughs) but i have been scammed um i was scammed by an undisclosed person who used a japanese um benefit a japanese philanthropist as their cover and they had booked me to come to Japan, booked in quotes, Japan. to come to Japan for like, so the the way that I was scammed was that it was supposedly a Japanese philanthropist whose site we had, you know, we had vetted the site like we, and in hindsight, I don't know why we didn't just call, but you know, it's like this <laughs> internet, but this internet really just gets you like, oh, well, we did all the, you know, internet stuff, so this should be fine. And so we, right. we like did the back channel, we did the, the back background about this person and like vetted him and like okay so this is legit and we got the contract and in the contract it said that 
They were going to send us a fee and then we would send back a portion and that portion would go to their nonprofit. And that's actually something that happens quite often. Like if you're working with yeah. a company that has a profit and for a nonprofit wing. So this and this event was for their nonprofit. So I was like, um, all right, like it's it checks out. Let's do it. So they send the check. So they send the check and I say to my business manager, can we send them back? Um, the deposit, like did the, the check clear? Can we send them back the deposit? And he said, yes, it posted. Now, did they now, ask for the deposit back? No, but there was a time limit. So there was, it was supposed to be like, you have to send it back within a certain amount of days. And so they did ask for it back. They didn't ask, but like, according to my contract, like, I mean, mm. I try and be. So uh, they put it in the contract. Uh, That's actually very cute because can I guess, Amanda, did this check bounce? So you're getting you're letting me get ahead of myself because there's okay, a couple, okay. I'm there's sorry. A it's just that this is a very common this. scam on this show. But go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. And so what ended up happening was, I, and I, I think it's important for me to just say this because I know that this show people be listening and you know they don't want to get scammed. But mm-hmm. my business manager said yes, it posted, and there is a difference between a check clearing and a check mm-hmm. posting mm-hmm. because a check clearing means the funds associated with the check have been taken from the bank associated with the check and sent to Yo Bank. Mm-hmm. A check hosting means that the funds for that check have been put into your account by your bank. And mm-hmm. some banks, depending on their relationship with your business manager or not, will just do that because you're a trusted client. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was even happening. I didn't even know that the bank was even doing that. So when they said the, the money was there, I thought the money was there. Long story short, the check bounced. The bank calls me at 558 and is like, this uh, looks like a fraudulent check. So, you know, do you want to recall the wire? And I'm like, yeah, recall the wire. And they're like, well, you know, um, okay, well, actually, it's too late to recall the wire because 445 what? was the cutoff. I'm like, why the fuck you calling me at 558 and 445 was the cutoff? And they really were genuinely, like, talking to me like I was, like, actually the scammer. And they're like, mm-hmm. do you know this person? How, how could you get involved with this person, et cetera? And I was like, first of all, pump your brakes, Sharon, because I feel like <laughs> you, you're cheating me like I'm a criminal and I need you to, to halt all of your... Um, the I felt like I was being accused. It was some judgment. And so, there was judgment, absolute judgment. And so essentially what ended up happening was I was conned out of $119,000. Oh! Oh! My chest! My neck and my back! So I went to my business manager and was just like, this was, this decision was made upon your, your suggestion. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I had asked, should I send it back? Have we cleared everything? And for all intents and purposes, you have a business manager to avoid situations like this. Mm -hmm. And then they, um, they also said that they didn't know that the bank puts the money up. I don't know that that's true. They knew that. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I really like was depressed about it for like three days where I was just like, I couldn't sleep. Like I was stressed. And then I literally woke up one morning and was like, fuck that. We got to fight this shit. Mm -hmm. And I just had this, I just started thinking and I was like, you need to get muscle behind you. Cause if you were a rich white man, like you would already have your money back. Um, 
So you need to get muscle behind you. And so I filed a report with the FBI. And then my very, the good, FBI. <laughs> my, my very good friend, her husband is an, uh, a federal agent for the IRS. And so he got on it and was able to say, like, he was able to find out that like this person that does these scams, like they've been doing the scams. Like it was a whole, like it was a thing. And then I called my agent and I was like, you need to call, you need to be the white man on my team and call them and be like, I'm the white man on our team. Like you need, I need to use your white man power. <laughs> Go be the white man. Yeah. Like I need you to do that. And so like I, I had to really like pull my gusto out. And at the end of the day, what actually ended up happening was I spoke to, I was able to eventually speak to the partner, like the head guy at my business management firm and was like, yo, straight up and down, y'all keep telling me you're investigating and I need to chill. And you would never chill if you were in this situation. Mm -hmm. So for you to be expecting that of me is really unreasonable and impractical. And I am a good person. I don't scam. I don't shade. I don't do. I don't cheat people. And I, I expect that my ethics will win me out in this situation. And it's only going to win me out if you all do right by me. I love that. And, Give him and, the Whoopi Goldberg. Do right might be your everything gonna fail. Put listen and. <laughs> and and I was proud of myself because I also never raised my voice. And I had every right to, <laughs> to raise my voice. But I think in this moment, like me being real, like quiet like this mm-hmm. was scarier it than is. me raising my voice. And uh, the next day he called me and said, we're sending you your money. Yes. I love that this ended on a good note. I didn't mean to spoil your uh, the, the ending <laughs> to that, but it's just on this podcast. Everybody knows when the check, when it comes with a reimbursement. I will say this is creative because normally it happens in oh. smaller scales where it's like, oh, you're going to work for our secret shopper company. We're going to send you $3,200. And once it posted, you just send back 200 or you just send back 400 or whatever. And or you send back half of it. Or you're going to be my personal assistant. I need you to mail these checks out. Like, there's a lot of different ways that people do this. But I will say the contract finesse is a new one. And and, and it's it's actually a really brilliant one. It's very common with quote unquote celebrities. Mm. So the person who caught it at the bank, she was like, oh, this just happened to two of our clients. And the other thing I wanted to say was the really, let me tell you the real way they got us. Their website was the person's actual website. But it ended in .org. Mm -hmm. And in America, that is for a nonprofit. But they were Mm -hmm. Japan-based. It was supposed to end .jp. So the actual website ends in .jp. Wow. So they used a legit website name, and they just put it at .org, and we didn't know any wiser because we're dumb Americans. And I mean, that happens all the time. Like, people will clone emails, they'll clone, like, Facebook, and you have to really look at the email. But what's also interesting to me about this scam is that your bank was like, hey, girl, some ain't looking funny, some looking funny in the light. Uh, Would you like to rescind this? And wire transfers are, like, the hardest thing to get your money back with because once that wire goes, it's, like, such a great... That's why scammers love Western Union. That is their, like, Cracker Barrel. That's their bread and butter. (laughs) Like, that's their Starbucks. They love a Western Union because a wire transfer is so hard to get back. And Also, in China, they don't have the same bank rules. Mm -hmm. They don't have the same bank rules. So, like, in America, if there's a fraudulent charge, it's on the person who made the... Like, if I I cut a check and the check bounces, it's on me. Mm Mm-hmm. In China, if they cut a check and the check bounces, it's on me. 
And that's the thing, too, about American banking system. It's all capitalist. So they were like, hey, girl, um, seems like you got robbed. What do you want to do about that, sis? Because it's your problem now. And that's normally why banks will only really give you, like, Bank of America, I think, gives, like, $300 when you post a large check. And they're like, we're going to wait for it, girl, because you ain't never posted. You ain't never had money before. So <laughs> you got money you now? What happened? You never had money before. We saw Dang. your balance. I remember back in the day when I was waiting tables and struggling. Well, not struggling. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, waiting tables, putting my little money in the bank. One time, Bank of America sent me, like, a bunch of overdraft fees. And I was like, uh-uh. I called them, and I was like, how are y'all going to charge me, like, seven dollars overdraft fees in one hour? Like, this is ridiculous. I'm leaving the bank. And they were like, okay, so we just looked at your account. Where would you like us to send your $220? <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll stay. Yeah, see. <laughs> but I'm mad. <laughs> So, no, I have definitely heard of that scam before. I did not know that they were running it on celebrities. So that is really good information to know. And I think helpful for a lot of people. Um, if you are a celebrity and listen to this podcast. Shout out to you. We got some blue checks. But yes, I'm, I'm glad that it worked out for you, though. And that and I also love that you did the thing that I do a lot now, which is like if I'm angry, like I come at people real calm, just so calm that they're like, what is she going to do? Because yeah. she should be a lot more upset. Mm-hmm. And and I do that. And if you guys don't know what a business manager is, a business manager is someone who, if you get to a certain point in your career or whatever financial situation you have, like you might hire someone to manage your money and, you know, maybe they pay bills for you. Maybe they, they run the gamut of what they can do for you, depending on what you want. But they take 5% of like everything that you earn. So like, you know, you get a $2 residual check. They're like, okay, sis, run us our... Yeah. <laughs> what would that be? They run us our 10 cents. Run us our 10 <laughs> Thank pesos. you so much. We want them. So I've, I've talked about this before. But I've had conversations with business managers and I always do this weird thing where I'm like, yeah, you know, but I've heard about people getting robbed like Rihanna. <laughs> Somebody robbed me. You know, I get litigious, but also like <laughs> I got cousins with a few strikes left. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> like you just stop laughing. Like I'll right. pop the trunk on you. I will find you. I need you to know. I mean, that this there's is a definitely business matter. manager scams. Like I mean, I feel like that's that's a, the other wing to touch on the scam goddess podcast because they be really out here scamming folks for mm-hmm. real, for real. Because you just be like, oh, I mean, this is one thing. This is one less thing I have to think about. Mm-hmm. No. So My mom always I, said you're never rich enough to not re- sign your own checks. And here's the thing. You be like, okay, I'm Oprah. I'm signing my own checks. They're still finding a way. Just so you know. Always. Always. But I want them to know that I'm crazy enough that don't try me. Okay, yeah. maybe you could steal a little $20 here and there, but you start climbing the ladder, we're going <laughs> to fight. It's not just going to be the lot. Like, when we go to court, I'm, that's where I'm going to find you because you got to show up and we're going to fight. We're going to have a fist of cuffs, okay? Everybody can get beat up. <laughs> don't play about minds. Mm-hmm. But I'm so sorry that that happened, but I'm glad that it had a happy ending, Amanda, and that you, like, worked it out and that the the white man on your team showed up and he did the right <laughs> white man thing. Yes, he stepped in. He put his voice in. I mean, I think it was a confluence of, you know, elements that made it turn out right. But ultimately, I never thought it would happen to me. And mm-hmm. it did. Anybody can get scammed. Damn, you can't. Listen, I got scammed into flying to Seattle to shoot a whole movie that wasn't real. But that's a story for another time. Yep, girl told us she had the Duplass brothers producing it. Somehow reached my agents at CAA. Somehow reached agents of, uh, like... A lot of prominent actors. And next thing I know, I was on a tiny seaplane out of Bainbridge Island to my escape. (laughs) So You know what? You just reminded me that I got scammed once by a a woman who claimed she was an animator. 
And she like no. came, she came to New York. We brought her up from DC. Like she was supposed to do a music video for me. So she came to New York. Like she took pictures, like whole situation. She goes back to DC. We're like, okay, send us the first edit. Y'all, that shit was like a couple little scribbles that was done on iPaint. And she then got on clip art and was like, here y'all go. Appeared. So wow. she spent the whole day with me and my videographer. And she's just a, like, she had just conned me from Twitter. Pretending. She kept doing the little thing that you see in movies she where she put her hands like this. Yes. <laughs> and like, oh, let me get slap shots of that. Like, so like we had a whole stalker, like fake person just like hanging out with us. Oh, my Lord. I forgot about it's that. It's real. It's real. And you gave me a great transition in the beginning. We were talking about a man that you dated who had a scam mentality. We're going to move into what's hot and fraud. This is our segment where we warn our listeners about popping scams on the street. And more often not, we get letters from you guys. As always, contact us at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Snitch on your friends and family. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Fuck up your bag, okay? Mm-hmm. Or your cousin's bag or your granny's bag. Amen. So I need a fake name, Amanda. We don't care about gender on this show uh, for this listener letter. Shayla. Oh, I like Shayla. I like Shayla. <laughs> so Shayla says a lot of nice things. Thank you, Shayla. Move past that. So Shayla says, I have a crazy ex-boyfriend that ran a long-term scan while we were together. Okay. This man will go to great lengths to get money while avoiding any actual work. Okay, I'm not mad at him about that. <laughs> like, capitalism is a scam. Like, work smarter, not harder. Um, He sold weed. Okay, that's an employment. <laughs> that's a job. And he had a job delivering a weekly county newspaper literally one day of the work week. Okay, I think I like his life. I think I want to live it. Uh, <laughs> sounds good to me. He would pick up the papers and was expected to roll them up with a rubber band and deliver them to his route. I discovered a few months into us dating that what he would do was dump all the papers in the trash after delivering to a few houses at the beginning of the street of his routes. <laughs> Bro, you so got case- one job. But it's you could like, do your one job, though. Because at a certain point, it's just like, am I fighting capitalism or am I just lazy? Yeah, that's true. Because I'm like, all you got to do is throw papers at people's houses. You don't even really got to hit the doorstep. You just chunk Bro, them in the lawn. Like, that's all? Like, that's all. And I, he's not paying no bills. Right. You couldn't drive. Stop. Yeah, he's definitely must be a hobosexual. Uh <laughs> For sure. I have never heard that term and it is amazing. If you don't know what a hobosexual is, that's where you are dating somebody who is automatically living with you. And normally in dating, especially in L.A. or cities where it's hard to date, like New York, if somebody's like all into you and like, yeah, let's move in. I'm going to put my toothbrush in here. You got a drawer for my underwears. You're like, oh, my God, we in love. But really, they just need a home. They need an address. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you go on two dates and you show up to your crib and it's some mail from them. You got a homosexual. A homosexual. Okay. So after a while, he would just start dumping all the papers into the trash after he got them. So he would pick the papers up, throw them in the trash, and he would still get $300 a week for this. Okay. <sighs> Is this, a, I mean, it's kind of innovative. It's just lazy. That's all paper. that is. That is just lazy. There's a certain point where like, it's just a reflection of your character. Like that's true. At a certain point, you gotta really just be like, bruh. But like, some people don't live to work. They live to vibe. You know? He's like, vibing six other days of the week. This is a fact. And how long does it take to deliver those papers? I mean, Probably you can get long. that done in like two hours. You still you know, I come from a single parent household where my mother worked two jobs. So I can't really I, I don't really vibe well with the whole idea of like Oh, I don't like I get that there's this movement now where people are like, I don't want to work. And I'm like, 
Is it that you don't want to work or you just don't want to do something that you don't want to do? I think there's actual mm. value in the act of like working. Like I yeah. like the jobs that I have, like because I made a life for myself based on that. But I have definitely worked jobs that I didn't like um, and knew that I needed to like muddle through, you know, to get to the <laughs> other side. But when I look at that situation, that just sounds like somebody who is lazy and, and doesn't have direction. But I mean, you had another side. You knew where you wanted to go. I feel like some people aren't motivated by work. Like when we go to school, they'd be like, what's your dream job? And some people are like, I don't dream of labor. (laughs) But I don't think, I think it's labor when you're doing it for somebody else or you're doing it for something that you don't care about. So I'd be wondering like, okay, so if you weren't doing anything, what would you be doing? And if it means you'd be doing nothing, I'm just like, I don't know that I want to support you and you're doing nothing though. My passion then, is nothing. Because then people will be like, oh, well, in socialism, like everybody doesn't have to work because we're all pooling our money. And I'm like, I hear that. But like, I don't really feel like I should have to like support your couch surfing. I mean, but there's no such thing as a pure economic system. Like there's bits of socialism and capitalism. There's bits of social. You know what I mean? There's not. bits of comedy. Like it's this. It's all kind of this meld. But I will say, I don't know. Somebody being like, I just dream of nothing. <laughs> You know what? I had a homegirl who, she was a lawyer. And I was like, what would you be doing if you weren't a lawyer? And she was like, chilling. Chilling. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She was like, exactly what we're doing right now. We were on a beach. <laughs> chilling. <laughs> the goddess counselor was like, what do you want to do with your life? And she was like, I love sand, pina coladas, sunshine, um, salt water. <laughs> but even as she say that, here we are, what? It's got to be. It's 2021. So it's got to mm-hmm. be like 12 years later. And she's like a partner at the firm. So, you know, it's like, get the hell out of here. Like, right. That's not what she really wants. Yeah, I feel want. you. So the Shayla says, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I dated him for three years. The dick wasn't even great. Well, damn, Shayla, then why did you stay? I was honestly just too busy to break up with him. <laughs> because she was working. She was. She said she was. She was too busy getting all the work done to pay the bills. She said she was. Dollars can't do much these days now. I don't know where they live, but in Los Angeles, three hundred dollars is literally about six meals at Tender Greens for two people, and that's with a pickup, not a delivery on Postmates. A parking ticket, or if you get towed and you let your car wait in the impound for one day, that's three hundred dollars. Don't ask me how I know that, Um, but it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It doesn't stretch. And she said she was an apprentice tattooer at the time, worked every day at the shop for free, and then bartended five nights a week. So Shayla was tired. She was, during the day, she was over here, you know, doing discount tattoos. And then at night, she was slinging them drinks. They were Uh, roommates. Like, yeah, like she was in cocktail. She said he kept the house really clean and wasn't awful to me, so I let it go longer than I should have. I love that, like, when you're a cisgender person. The bar is so low. Dating a cisgender, like a cisgender woman and a cisgender man, like the bar be on the floor, on the floor. She said he kept the house clean and didn't treat me terrible. Awful. Which, by the way, doesn't give us any indicator of what he was treating her like, because I feel like terrible is subjective. Right. And also terrible is, I feel like if she'd been like, he treated me good or fine, then I'd be like, I get it. But like terrible is... Like, he didn't treat me terrible. Like he treated me bad, but not terrible. You know what I mean? Like, Imagine hey. giving your wedding vows and you're like, Sean, you always run the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And every day I wake up, the same amount of money that was in my wallet the night before is in there. Yes. Um, 
I love like, like this is what is this? Like, it sounds like Jagged Edge. Like we ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. It's very, and everybody did that at their wedding. Everyone yeah. played that song at their wedding at it's that time. Ve- it's 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 very it's giving me very. You know what? What else is there to do right now? Until I, I find cousin, something else to do. Right. I had a cousin who got married, and I'm not gonna say his name because I got a lot of cousins. But they played that song at their wedding. And also during the actual nuptials, he had a Bluetooth in his ear, which I think at the time, like, he thought was fancy. So he had a Bluetooth a Bluetooth speaker, like one of those phone call things that would automatically pick up in his ear. And the whole time I was thinking, like, bro, are you going to take a call during the wedding? Like, why do you why do you have that in your ear? He was trying to show the girls he had Radio Shack coins. That he had a Bluetooth in his Like, <laughs> why would you do that? I when I met Too Short, he had the first time I met Too Short, he had a Bluetooth in each ear, so he had Bluetooth in each ear. That's headphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two shacks. You're supposed to have one. He said I get multiple calls from different people on I both mean, ears. This, this one attached this phone. This one attached this phone. I got different things in my. You know, I got this is this is the bat phone in my right ear, but this is the the house phone in my left ear. I right. was like, I on one ear, he's like, "What's your favorite word?" On the other ear, it's like, "Bitch." And there's there are two different phone calls, and love that for him. Love that for him. So. She says, we stayed together briefly after we broke up. What can I say? He still had the key to my house that we previously shared, but I asked for it back. He gave me a copy of the key. It literally still had a tag on it. I changed the lock and stopped answering the text after that. So she was like, I need my key back. And he was like, oh, here you go, queen. And then it had Home Depot $6.99 on it. So you still have another key. That is disturbing. So you still have another key. What is going on? why were you, why was he still allowed in the house? Like, also. So we all learn. We all learn. Trust me, I've done dumb things too. Maybe he was there like Mr. Clean, bald, dressed in white, keeping the floors polished. That's what I hope. Doubtful. Doubtful. I mean, he definitely had enough newspapers to wipe down the the mirrors. Absolutely, because he had tons of newspapers. Mm -hmm. So in the years since we broke up, I occasionally hear things about him from my friends who still buy weed from him. He committed insurance fraud. Okay. He had someone steal his car. And I'm not mad. Get your people. Listen, the only thing about the PPP loans is y'all got to stunt for like literally six weeks before the government was like, hey, girl, uh, you don't own a farm. We actually looked it up and you don't have no crops. <laughs> you don't give even own a lawnmower. Like, give it, give back. it back. Run it back. So so basically uh, the insurance fraud thing was he would have someone steal in quotes his car and drive it into a river. It was totaled and then he'd collect on the insurance check. A river? There wasn't a better. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, I guess, you know what? Let me let me just say maybe I'm wrong. He was working. <laughs> that sounds like a job to me, coordinating that, getting your car yeah. theft. That sounds like full time work. He had to get on Yelp or, or Google Maps and find like the uh, a river that was deep enough to destroy the car. I don't know. Seems like work to me. And uh, at the end, Shayla says, I'm not worried about telling you this and fucking up his bag because obviously he's telling multiple casual acquaintances that he sells them drugs. Okay, cool, cool. Overall, the boyfriend, I don't know. He was living his passion. I I really, I don't like theft. I don't like theft. There's certain theft that that I'm like, yeah, fuck the system. But then there's certain stuff that I just be like, this is going to show up in our life. Do you understand? And that's what she saw. Like, yeah. the nigga tried to scam her about her crib. And I just feel like there's no honor among thieves. Like, at a certain point, it just be like, damn, I got to get you now, too. Like, I don't like right. that. There's, there, listen, there's criminality that I really am like, whatever. 
But theft, I don't do. It depends on from who for me. Because if you're thieving from somebody who's thieving, then, I mean, it's all fair. Absolutely. But if you have in your mind that taking something that's not yours is okay, Mm-mm. I feel like there's only, there's this only, a, it's only going to be about a matter of time before <laughs> I'm a part of that equation. Yeah, because like there's no honor among thieves, so everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. <laughs> right. And if, least- I, if, if, if I, if something about me ends up becoming a viable source, you know? <laughs> yeah, theft is rated E for everyone. So, Listen, <laughs> you know, I've if had, you're stealing, you're stealing. stolen out of my house by someone I was paying Okay, mm. by someone with that, by an employee and her little boyfriend, she was house sitting for me and they stole, they stole my earthquake stash. Damn, not the mm-hmm. earthquake stash. Also, I love that, you know, most people have earthquake kits. You have like an earthquake stash <laughs> of cash. You see, yeah, you hear, do you feel the ground rumbling? Mm hmm. Because if the shit shut down, ain't nobody gonna be using no credit cards now. Right. We're gonna <laughs> be back to Kari shells and rocks. You got to be liquid. I'm going to have a handful of painkillers and some water, like, which I'm trying to barter with. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. I got three tampons and an Aaliyah CD. What Hilarious. can I get for safety? What are y'all going to give me? I'm so, keeping the Aaliyah CD. <laughs> right, because you can't get that. Can't get it. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be back with my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwings. Scams! I love fashion okay but we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet which is why i love newly it's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like oh well it's dead now well with newly you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet try out trending styles colors silhouettes and then you can send it back for something new okay come on newly for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing i know that's right it's fast free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility plus the option to buy whatever you love which i love that because sometimes i put on a piece and i'm like it's mine's now so you can buy it from newly i love using newly because the free shipping it's really quick and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code GODDESS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code GODDESS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know 
I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a show stopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Cut! And we are back, and it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. We will regale Amanda with a famous criminal group of criminal squad. Uh, you know, maybe we like them, maybe we hate them. We don't know yet. Today we're talking about the city, I guess you could call it city, I'm going to call it a town, Opelika, Alabama. Oh, okay. And we're specifically talking about Kyle Sandler, who basically became the most dashing man in this very small town. I have never been to Opelika. Have you been there? No. I know you tour sometimes. No? Okay. Oh, but like I ain't got no venues. So. <laughs> um, I'll check it out. Right. It's like many cities that were struggling after the recession. Its downtown was largely vacant. Jobs were scarce. The town was 30,000 people and perfect picking grounds for Kyle Sandler, a man who came in with a story about striking it rich and wanting to help the town. I'm always curious when a man is just like, I want to help people voluntarily. <laughs> That's my whole job. That's it. Okay, let's see. So the story goes that Kyle Sandler told everyone that he was a one-time Google executive who got rich on the West Coast and just so happened to pick Opelika as his next home. I love that he went from being a Google executive to like, I'm moving to Opelika, Alabama. Because you know. I also love that, I don't know if he is Asian, but he's giving Asian. And I'll bet you that they were like, oh yeah, he was a Google exec. Like if a brother had come saying he was a Google exec, people would be like, Running him out of the town with tiki torches. <laughs> but they were like, it's forks. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, that makes sense. Like he famously said, get that nigga out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one would believe the black guy is a Google exec. But this man, we can see it. We're looking at a photo. Yeah. We'll post it on the page later. So he drove a sporty Jaguar in a town full of pickups and had, in his own words, a heart of gold. How are you going to call yourself having a heart of gold? It sounds very like you Lance can't... Armstrong. Go ahead. Right. I feel like you can't say you. Somebody else has to say that about you. Pay a friend. It's like the goat. Like, you can't just be like, I'm the goat, you know, unless you're un- unless you're in like a non-subjective sport where it's like, I have won this many times. So there no no one has won more than me. I am the right. goat. LeBron you can know? say he's the goat. Can he? Uh, I think why? so. He's won enough things. Did you see when Usher had a birthday and he was walking around with a bunch of goats saying that he was amongst company? <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Usher, we didn't mean literal goats. We meant greatest of all time, but okay. Hang out with these goats. He's like, this, this is all I can hang out with is other goats. This is literal, all I can hang bad out with. goats. So he came to town bad. smelling like a, right, man. That's my whole community. So he came to town smelling like a man who would create jobs, bring innovation. In October 2014, he opened a tech business incubator called Roundhouse, and he called himself a conductor. Anybody who got a, a job title that a I can't con- really like, 
You can't yeah. go to college yeah. and be like, let me get them conductor classes. I'm going to grad school for conducting. What is that? That's not my a real girl, job. My homegirl just was, she was like, I, I still haven't gotten to the bottom of like what this was that she's working with. But like someone responded to her and said, uh, so we'll connect you with our chief of streets. And that mm. person will then let you know. <laughs> and she was like, this is the greatest <laughs> job title I've ever seen. The chief of streets? I don't know. Hefe of the Kaye. Okay. <laughs> how, how do you, what, how, what, what is the criteria needed for that job? I want to know chief what the of- curriculum vitae should include. Chief of Streets, his office is on Third Street, um, just depending on where he moves his car. No, a <laughs> Chief of Streets, your office is on Martin Luther King Drive, Martin Luther King Avenue. Like, Has I built Martin be. Luther King Boulevard. Like, I just... Intersection I, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are yep. the Chief of Streets. Yep. So he opened this tech company, right? The business would help develop new startup companies by providing services such as venture capital, office spaces, one gigabyte internet, and management training. This is all so vague. Management of what? Management of who? Right. Is one gigabyte a lot of internet? Is that like a Starbucks? Can we share that? Is it fast? Can I download things? Can one I upload things? One gigabyte internet. I think that's a pretty good amount. I mean, maybe for Opalinka, you know, <laughs> it's only 30,000 people, as long as they don't come at the same time. <laughs> Opalinka. So he also found an ally in local John McAfee. Now, if you know anything about John McAfee, that's another episode for another time. That man is wild as hell. So knowing that he was cool with him, like that man is, let's just okay. say John McAfee had a lot of guns, would be in the jungle, ran for president, would be on oh. a boat, hound. He looked uh, like a Tiger King. Crack. Oh, he's a Tiger King. For sure. And I love that it's just like, oh, he had a friendship with him. This is a friendship with Tiger King. Like, if you strike it up, that's like Kim Jong-un and um, who's that basketball player? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. It's like that kind of relationship. It's like y'all both on some different time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a vibration that I want to stay far away from. <laughs> I want to stay super far from that I'm vibration. I'm good. I'm good. So Chuck Wacker, one of Chuck Wacker, what kind of name Hilarious. is that? I'm not, I'm not giving no money to Chuck. I'm exactly. not. Exactly. I'm not Chuck hanging out with Chuck. Wa- it don't get whacker than Chuck Wacker. Like that, I can't. Amanda, you trying to go down to the club? Chuck Wacker got a table. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to meet Chuck. Ooh, I don't want it. So this is one of the locals who invested in Roundhouse and said, Kyle was a master. I think he could get money out of a guy living under a bridge. He was that good a promoter and a pitchman. Chuck, I think you're guessing... Ch- uh, Kyle, because you got scammed. So you need everybody to know you got scammed by like Elon Musk, not just some phony who came into town. And that's another thing about scams. There's a little bit of shame in it. Like if you get scammed, you're like, oh, was right. I stupid? you feel like, oh my God, they got me. This is crazy. Exactly. Right. So you got to be like, it was actually Albert Einstein. He had just left the patent office and then he got me. Like, you got to hype it up so you don't feel bad. So Sandler ultimately brought in around $1.9 million from over 50 investors. Wow. So he got the bag. Oh, Kyle, then 43, who grew up in Maryland, eventually his career. So this is like about him. Eventually his career into promoting startup businesses online while he built a name as a serial entrepreneur. We've talked about the words serial entrepreneur. It means criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you are a serial entrepreneur, you are going from crime to crime like Frogger. And we know it. Got it. Okay. So he said he moved to Opelika because his wife wanted to move back home. Opelika offered high-speed fiber optic networks for internet and an incentive of free internet service worth about $50,000. Now, I don't know. Like, how you found that out? Okay. 
So he had an entrepreneurial career. He also offered mentorship to young entrepreneurs in town, which is how he met 13-year-old Taylor Rosenthal. Uh, what? He met a 13-year-old. He was given mentorship. I don't like Taylor, it. <laughs> Taylor like was it. the creator of an idea for a vending machine that disperses injury-related gear marketed towards athletes on the field, like Band-Aids, bandages, and antiseptic. So they don't have, like... So this is Tyler, and this is him standing next to his... Um, Invention. Pain. <laughs> his, his pain his blood sweat and tears. Yeah. <laughs> now here's my thing. This is why American healthcare system is so ass. I need a band-aid and you telling me I gotta put in six quarters. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I, I gotta I'm bleeding. Hit the, yeah. I gotta hit one, six, seven. I gotta hit twelve, seven to get my what? Oh, okay, Tyler. They don't got medics for this? Help. So the concept was expanded for general public use at theme parks and concert venues. Okay, that's actually not bad. If I went to a theme park or concert venue and they had band-aids for the girls, I don't know. Uh, what else do you need? To, like an EpiPen? <laughs> you could need an EpiPen. That's actually real. And you or like, you know, it's mosquitoes and stuff, so you may need hydrocortisone or something. Mm-hmm, some off. So I don't know. Records show that RecMed LLC formed on December, December 1st, 2015, and Sandler registered, it like was a registered ag- agent to this property. So Taylor and his parents as co-owners had a 70% stake. So then our scammer Kyle had like 30. The company was based on the roundhouse, even though they made a promotional video for the machine. Okay. Like, I mean, the machine could actually be cute, but also don't they have medic tents at concerts? Yes. Yes, they do. So, okay. Soon after an article in Inc. Magazine named Taylor one of the 20 teen entrepreneurs set for success in 2015, stories were sent around. An undisclosed company was offering Taylor like $30 million for his pain vending machine. In an interview with Fox Business, Tyler says that he rejected the offer, holding out for $50 million. So he's like, I can get more for these Band-Aid machines. <laughs> How much you bleeding? You bleeding fast? Yeah. You just... <laughs> like... So according to Taylor's family, Sandler, Kyle, showed them documentation indicating that pharmaceutical giant Johnson & Johnson was interested in the theme park giant Six Flags. So basically he showed up and was like, hey, Johnson & Johnson, they said they no tears. <laughs> nice. They said Six Flags said we would also like to partake. And he had a piece of paper showing them that. Like you can't just type pieces of paper up. Because you could just... And put a logo on the head. Look at us teaching folks how to sit, scam. Now, you just get put the logo on the on the top mm-hmm. of it, make it a letterhead, and then you print it up, and they Photoshop. Go. So he, sh- he showed up fresh out of Kinko's, paper hot as hell. Yeah. Talking about Johnson Talking Johnson. They, <laughs> want, they want you. want in. They want you. So more and more attention was being brought to Roundhouse, which is uh, Kyle's business, and legitimate business people were working there. In 2016, McAfee started a bizarre presidential campaign. I told you, he's wild. He's a wild man. And he announced Roundhouse and Sandler as his campaign advisor. So now Kyle has gone from being an entrepreneur, uh, grind-hard motivationalist to a campaign advisor. Serial entrepreneur. He got lots of jobs. Right. You did. Uh, red flag. Okay. You can see how that, ch- you can see how that correlates, right? Like he yeah. went from basically it, being like team no sleep to. I'm out here. White House. <laughs> it's. Mm, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm still listening. 
So, however, a Bitcoin mining company with ties to McAfee at the time, MGT Capital Investments, acquired a membership interest in the roundhouse in like May 2016. So these are just more people getting interested in buying. That's how this stuff goes. You have a lot of money. Then you see somebody who's like, hey, you got a lot of money. I'll make you more. And then they just get involved. Company invested $125,000, provided another $250,000 in stock bonuses. Despite the promises of huge paydays around the corner and national press attention, Roundhouse abruptly closed December 2016 after running out of money. It never had money. No, they didn't. They never had money. They never had money. You you just show up to Roundhouse thinking you're about to have a business meeting. It's just a chain on the door. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this for everybody. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So days later, the Opelika Auburn News quoted Sandler saying the business had simply run out of coins. I'm sorry for what happened to Opelika and Roundhouse. I lost control and we ended where we're at. Where'd the money go? How did y'all run out of coins? This is all ideas. (sighs) How do you run out of idea money? If everybody's investing in an idea, where did the idea money go? (laughs) I'm really... And he went to Opelika probably because he was thinking like, you know, these people don't know. They don't know. Like, this is slow town. It's a small. Yeah, it's a small town. Not slow as in mentally, but like, you know, it's a big fish, small pond. Like, they're not going to. Right. He's driving a Jaguar. Yeah. Like, it's impressive. It's like when New York dudes would go to HBCUs. I mean, it was like HBCUs down south. Like, it was like, you're from the big city. Right. And that's what the that's what the thought was here. So the truth was, before Roundhouse's closure, several investors discovered who Sandler really was. This is Kyle. So Kyle never worked for Google. Duh. I'm sure an easy Google, like you could have just right. used Kyle a search worked, engine. Kyle worked for Foot Locker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here. Kyle used Google. He was like, I, I did a lot of work with Google because I would open the search engine and I'd be like, how to crime. So technically not lying. So (laughs) they discovered he was a fraud, right? Um, And despite cruising around in his Jaguar, he was never wealthy. You can rent an expensive car. Have you been to Atlanta? That's all they do is drive around their mortgages. Sorry, Atlanta. Sorry to the city. Dang. In 2010, he was convicted in Maryland and North Carolina of attempted theft and forgery, but never went to prison. Cute. We love a conviction, but just like you opted out of jail. How did that work? I see it all the time. Did you ever see that on um, that doc on uh, docu series on Netflix? How to um, how to fix a drug? How to fix a drug scandal? That's a scam. Hmm. Oh, you need to watch that. That's a scam. Okay, how to fix a drug scandal? Because I didn't know you could go to court and they'd be like, "You're guilty." You'd be like, "All right, cool. See y'all later. Thank you so much." Legit though. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's okay. Well, we Damn. agree. <laughs> right. Damn, a bummer. I am guilty. All right. Well, y'all be easy. And then you yep. just leave? Like, I thought mm-hmm. they were supposed to detain you after. No? no? Okay. I'm black, so I would know nothing about that. Like, they lock us up before we even go to court. So, online reviews from his stint as a wedding DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is wild. Detail that he was known to vanish his money. Somebody petty, and I love that for them. (laughs) Because, like, how you hire a wedding DJ and you show up and you're, like, ready for the first dance and there's just no music? (laughs) Y'all whole wedding is no music. (laughs) No music. He he showed up with an iPod. Uh, I don't think he showed up up at all. He showed up with an iPod and was, like, turning the dial, like... (laughs) 
I feel as though he didn't show up with anything at all. I feel like he took the money and then just didn't come to the wedding, which that's ass. Oh, wow. Because I feel he, like if you do that, it's like people will find you out. And like you like the wedding circuit, I feel like is is like pretty tight. They talk. Yeah, they talk. And the mm. wedding planners, like, you know, it's not just yeah. Jennifer Lopez. They all talk. <laughs> so after Roundhouse is shut down, Taylor Rosenthal's family learned that Sandler had also been lying about the $30 million deal, which he was purely orchestrated to be parroted by a child's interviews to bolster Roundhouse's reputation. So basically, he was like, oh, y'all got all these deals on the table. But he was just doing that so he could get the free clout from the child selling the medical vending machine. He's not a dumb man. Right. Because in an article on AL.com, this is a quote, that was the most tragic of things he did. He sucked in this 14-year-old boy, used that kid viciously, said John McAfee. who had Viciously? <laughs> I don't know about viciously. Like, yeah. You know. When you're 14, you can recover. Like, you can recover. So I think I think it's okay, but you know. So this is how he got arrested. He was arrested in June 2018. Uh, records show that weeks earlier, he and a young woman formed a startup media company in College Station, which that's where Texas A&M the is located. Yeah, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time there. Yeah, I, from- I dated a dude there who um, he ended up getting kicked. Well, he had gotten kicked off the team, and then he was scamming. God damn. damn. I mean, he got, look, he was going to play football. Then he was like, all right, crime. You know, you got to have a backup. They say you got to have a plan B. Your plan B can always be crime. <laughs> you, you saying that jokingly, but that's a number of people's plan B. They're he was like, like yeah. NFL? Okay, Damn. crime. Life comes at him fast. Look Damn, because he was, he looking real down bad here. He was looking like a tech guy before. Now he's looking like a criminal criminal. The hair is growing. He couldn't even go to Great Clips. What is this haircut? It yeah. feels like he started to get the haircut and then they realized his car declined <laughs> and then they stopped. <laughs> That's what it's giving. They started the, to cut the bang and then they were like, oh, your card actually didn't go through. <laughs> and then they kicked him out. Oh, tragic. We hate to see it. Terrible. But also, maybe we love to see it. So, record show weeks earlier, you know, he tried to start this startup um, and he was in College Station and he's talking about he was going to get like $650 million for the girls and the minimum investment was $10,000. It was also discovered that much like the $1.9 million Sandler raised, which I'm like, okay, $1.9 million, why are you looking this raggedy? Where did that money go that fast? I'm I was going to say, you can do a lot with $1.9 million, okay? A lot. You can definitely at least like go that, to l- Fair. Touche. Like, it's I'm greed, but greed is what really be taking folks out. Because to me, if you had raised that one point nine, just chill out. Yeah, chill. I feel like after that, Bali. Yes, go somewhere where your money can be long and just give it up. And that has no extradition. Oh yes. See, listen up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was discovered that much of the $1.9 million Sandler raised was actually diverted to expenses such as childcare, rent, and cars. And he was able to get away with it because no one asked to see his books or even a cursory check into his background. They just believed him because he looked like he could work in tech. I hate everybody. I'm not giving my money to you because you got a good costume. I'm going to need to see some things. I'm going to need a forensic accountant to help me out with that. Not just like, oh, you got cute fits and then I'm going to give you my money and hope. No. So... Sandler said one of the things to look at was how easy it was for me. Anything I said was taken as gospel. And a lot of scammers are charismatic. So they were like, yeah, Sandler, you, you said Obama going to be here tonight? Yeah, yeah, he was. But the jet, they had <laughs> ran out of fuel. You know how much jet engine fuel costs. So they actually going to Exxon right now. But 
They're going to be here later. <laughs> like, what? It's just so wild. Like, he really just showed up and was like, yeah, this is what I am. And they were like, for sure. We believe you. We hear you talking and we believe you. <sighs> so he pleaded guilty to two federal charges of wire fraud, securities fraud in August and faces a maximum sentence of 20 years on each. 40 years in prison for stealing money from people who should have done their due diligence. I don't know. It feels excessive. Crime. It feels excessive. And expense, like prison is expensive on taxpayers. Like, I don't know. Maybe we get Sandler into some investment classes. I don't know. He does some community service. He goes back to DJing. He DJs all those weddings that he missed. <laughs> right. Nah, he gets DJing. on the turntables. It's been years, so he's DJing the bar mitzvahs of their Right, kids. he gets on the ones and twos for the community. I feel like that's fair. So just... earlier this year, he was indicted on fraud and money laundering. Um, and John McAfee, oh damn, everybody. So he alleged that he and others, including John McAfee, made more than $13 million by fooling investors, zealous over emerging cryptocurrency market, which crypto is its own game. It really is. I bought some Bitcoin. I don't know what it does. I don't know when what it When did do. you buy it? Did you get in early? No, I don't. The, the, I, my knowledge on the conversation has ended. <laughs> Fair. Fair. We have reached the end of my knowledge on the conversation. So after his release, Sandler dreams of using internet slash Opelika-based business to raise money and raise money and repay his victims when he's released from prison. And he said, I hope they will have me back. They will. How? I bet you they would. You hope they will have you back. You robbed them. You came to the town and you robbed everybody. I bet you they would have them back. <laughs> I, I swear. I, I love the delusion of like, no, but they still love me. I was a cool guy. I was yeah, a cool I guy. stole their life savings, but vibes. No, I just, I want better for people. I want people to want better for themselves. I do, but I also don't. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you do a scam and it, or you do something risky and it turns out good. You know, it's not all bad. By the way, I made $10 on my Bitcoin. Look at you winning. Okay, mm -hmm. see? See, something good came out of that. Oh, so and you just never know. And now I'm getting a call from Scam Likely. Wow. That's <laughs> actually me, girl. On the phone. <laughs> Sorry, I butt dialed you. <laughs> That's actually me. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for the saddest part of the show where I have to let Amanda go. Robbery! Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. At fraud! And we're back, and it's time for Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight an honorary charlatan, maybe. Maybe we don't like them. We'll see. I, can, I still can't tell if I like Kyle. I do like that he was a wedding DJ. That works for me. So, Scammer of the Week. 
A fortune teller was arrested for fraud, including scamming one victim out of $50,000 in Riverside, California. Okay, I don't know if you could put fortune teller and fraud in the same sentence. Yeah, because I feel like it's already coming from the left. That's like saying corrupt police. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, duh. Because fortune teller... (laughs) Maybe we're being American right now. In other cultures, like, maybe that's, like, some legit shit. But here... In these United States, I feel like mm-hmm. a fortune teller has always been synonymous with someone who's like just getting you, you know, they're preying what? on your insecurity. This is a fortune teller who probably looks like he identifies as male. He looks pretty handsome and he got a fade. I've never normally fortune tellers are women. They're older. They give you gravitas. OK, so the fortune teller, 31 year old Andreas Pena. Menses, or my nieces, excuse me, told victim told a victim that she had parasites in her body and needed money to help her clear it out. Okay, so if you looked into Daddy Future and and they said the girl has worms, why wouldn't she go to the doctor? How you go clear it out? How this is, but you know people don't be trusting the medicine. I don't blame them either. You know, yeah, like that's true. The same people that you're talking about probably would have used ivermectin versus a vaccine. Right. And not even got the ivermectin for people from the doctor. They're going straight to the horse's mouth, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Taking it out of the horse's mouth. (laughs) Poor horses. They're like, what did we do? We was just out here trying to be stallions. And now we we can't get our horse dewormer. Wow. So he later contacted the victim and explained that if she and her family were cursed and needed more money to get rid of it. So... How do you how do you just, bill somebody for being cursed? You like okay, I gotta first of all, I gotta buy a lot of sage um, for y'all. You, crystals, the market for crystals is real up right now. Like it is the, though, the market for crystals is up right now. I gotta I charge feel them like in the moonlight. Really be about this crystal life, like in a real way. I got a few crystals. I won't lie, I haven't charged them, but I got them. You know, they're vibes. I need to charge but like, them. What else What else do you say is contributing to this $50,000 for you to clear a family curse? Like, I got to talk to a lot of spirits, and honestly, it's like it's like $6,000 <laughs> an hour. It's taxing. It's taxing. Yeah. We talking candles. We talking... <laughs> you know, like, the, the, the Wi-Fi signal has to be really strong. Really strong. And listen, these aren't candles from Glade, okay? These have to be handmade, no. you know, thick wick candles. They, they run up. Honestly, Joe Malone is really where you contact the spirit Hilarious. world. So, because a Joe Malone be candle will absolutely run you. Yes, it will <laughs> run it up. <laughs> so, during a search for of his home, officials found large amounts of cash, along with voodoo dolls, tarot cards, altars, religious and satanic objects, and a small live snake. Well, he was giving it presentationally. The small he live snake, snake is my favorite part. He was like, "We gonna really bring this to another level." Right. He was like, if the snake starts slithering, that means your family curse. It's like, that's, not, that's how snakes move. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're not cursed, it's going to walk or stay still. it sticks its tongue out, it's talking to me. Yeah, and it's telling me that your family evil. So what y'all, mm-hmm. what y'all trying to do? According to some victims, Manisius would tell them to bring a mattress from their home, which he would cut open and claim to find the live snake inside with the demonic type items and letters. <laughs> But you know what? Y'all dumb for doing this the same way oh. that there are an entire legion of QAnon members 
believers like in Dallas right now that were waiting to see John F. Kennedy come back to life to claim the Donald Trump as the real president. Some people, I feel like they want to be scammed. Like they're like, I scam me. Make me feel alive. Right. There's also something in America about being, you know, a contrarian or on the opposite side of a theory that makes people feel smart. So, like, this is the secret thing that we all found out that, like, John F. Kennedy is the second coming. And, uh... <laughs> but there's, like, opposite side and then just, like, the upside down. Like, hey, girl, we going to Joanne's Fabrics first. Actually, we're going to Hobby Lobby because they really hate the girls. And they, so we're going to get our puffy pant and our signs and then meet us on the grassy knoll. Because they said John F. Kennedy going to pull up around 6.30. So. I just, I can't. So, like, it's the same energy that's like, all right, the whack shit that's happening in my house, It, it's probably not me. It's probably a snake in my mattress. But, Andreas, how are you getting the snake in the mattress without them noticing? Like, how are you cutting it open and then being like, oh, see, there's a snake in here. John, we saw you put, or, like, Andres, we saw you put that like, in there. Oh, look, uh, look, look. Uh, a bird, it's a plane, and, you know, and they turn back yeah. around. He's like, look, it's John F. Kennedy. And they turn around looking for JFK. And when they turn back, they're like, we did not see him. And they're like, but right. I, he's like, I saw a snake. They're like, oop, is that your dad, grandma? Look over there. Do you, oh, also, wow. do, you, do you understand how hard it is to bring a mattress somewhere? <laughs> yes. So they got moving trucks. Y'all getting a U-Haul. And is it a box to- spring? Like, I just, I like, that's not <laughs> a casual. He didn't say bring an article of clothing. Right. A he mattress? Didn't say bring a letter, bring I'm a piece of jewelry. I'm why he chose something so massive. And did he make them haul it away later? Like, did he make them take the mattress with them? He had to have. He's not keeping the mattress. He's like, y'all go to Mattress Giant. Like, Mattress Giant's about to have some new ads. Like, uh, did you have a snake in your mattress? <laughs> just a Mattress Giant. I hate hearing about dumbness. Like, it just, it drives me batty to hear people really just set themselves up for the foolery. Right. Like a whole and mattresses are expensive. Like, I don't know if I'm cutting my mattress open for a psychic reading. That just feel like Miss Cleo yeah. would never. Miss Cleo said, call me now. She's never said, run me your Casper. Like, that's a lot. Run me your Casper. <laughs> that's too much. And so some victims said that he would tell them to, you know, bring the mattress. He would tell them that, you know, they had a demonic spirit following them. He was recently booked on charges of grand theft and <laughs> lies, or basically grand theft by false pretenses. And he's currently out on bail. According to records, he has previously been arrested as a faith healer in Chicago. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. He's been arrested as a faith healer. He was a bad faith healer. <sighs> Hilarious. I don't know how you arrest somebody for this. This feels like if I was trying to get the police to find somebody on a train who told me that they left their wallet and that they needed cash, and I was like, I saw them do the same thing last week in New York. Like, I feel like you just have to take the L. You brought your mattress to somebody's home. You are culpable. <laughs> I guess if he affected enough people in the community, it just becomes like you're a menace and yeah. thus you must be dealt with. I don't know what the indictment charge is, you know. Um, was he trying to furnish his home? He was like, I feel like you have a very bad spirit in your end table. Is it wood? Is it, is Bring it, it to my home. Because <laughs> I bet you it's a spirit in there. <laughs> Yo. Do you have a Panasonic? Do you have an LG TV? Is it flat screen? Oh, it's a spirit in there. Bring it to my home. Like the premise of some type of twisted Korean film. Like, (laughs) you got a Brita? 
Yeah, the new one with the thing to tell you when it's all. Yeah, bring that in several refills to my home. It's a spirit in there. And then when it arrives, it's like, oh, this is the wrong one. You healed. Right. This is getting very specific, Andreas. <laughs> like, I heard you got a spirit. It's definitely in your Persian rug. Bring it to my <laughs> Like, are you decorating your house on, on psychic vibes? I'm done. I don't know, Andreas. But uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being here. You're fabulous. Thank you for having me. Where do you want to be found? That's what we ask people. All the things you want people to find you in, just where you want to be found. Um... You know where people can find me? People can find me on my Patreon. Uh, we started a Smart, Funny, and Black Patreon. And, you know, I was really looking for a place where I can put content that I didn't want to have to put on Instagram because Instagram is haters. And, um, you know, this Mark Zuckerberg and his metaverse, like, they just do things that are silencing people that actually are about things. And I really Have just, they unblocked your live? They have not. They have not unblocked my oh, live. No. So the by the lives. time this airs, I hope that they have. But as we're recording this, it's been 12 days and I just can't go on Instagram live and like there's no explanation being given other than like we're working on it and I'm just like dang like is my shit so bad like I just there's you I, have great lives they're not bad or problematic there's people with bad lives they, it says that the reason why it won't go live is because I have violated community guidelines but even with that i'm like what what guidelines am i violating like the last time i got a flag for violating a community guideline was because someone came on my post and said that i was stupid and that i was an idiot and i was like actually and i corrected them about like the stuff they were saying and then i ended with b-i-s-h that's not a thing i ended with b-i-s-h bish and got flagged for that now, that's come so on. Whack. That's so whack. I feel like you do get a lot of unnecessary heat. Like, when the insecure, like, AKA thing happened, it was like, girl, what are y'all talking about? I, <laughs> what are y'all I, talking I about? Live, I live, uh, like, I honestly, if I was actually, I was talking to DJ Envy about this the other day, and I was like, of folks who get shit on for no reason, I think I'm, you're I up think there. I'm top of the pops, B. <laughs> Like, cause the, cause the reasons that people be shitting on me is nine times out of 10, either they've misinterpreted something I've said, or they've believed something someone else said mm-hmm. that had no truth to it. Like I've had a particular blog, like ruin my life like three times by literally just putting out a headline that was not accurate for the sake of inciting violence. They right. chose Clicks. violence. Yep. But I, um, I started my Patreon because there were still people who are like fans and who want to get, you know, dope stuff and who I want to be able to like have commentary for without being in like the swamp of the socials. And so you can yeah. go to patreon.com backslash smart, funny and black. You can check out my web series, Get Your Life. We have two seasons up. We also have my web series, uh, Views from Amanda Land, where I answer questions from folks all over the world. And yes. I do sketches and characters, etc. We also have a new segment we're about to start called uh, Hate Lines from the Interwebs, where I address <laughs> the wild-ass headlines people will be creating about me and, uh, you know, give give the truth and the tea on all those things. And we also have a dope uh, 
Just for Patreon segment coming up from my podcast, we're doing an artist series on Small Doses where we're talking to different artists, including uh, Christina Martinez, who just did a collabo with Nordstrom, and the portrait gallery artist, Miss Amy Sherald, who did Michelle yes. Obama's portrait. So we have a dope uh, consortium of of artists that are joining us and we we did for Patreon was we did a, sec- a specific segment just for Patreon where they walk us through my favorite pieces of theirs and they talk about why they did them and, you know, where they were in their mind and just the background of everything. So I'm just like super duper excited about that. We have a bunch of other stuff coming and again, only available on Patreon. So uh, hopefully you guys will check it out. Patreon.com, Smart, Funny and Black. Yes, and your Instagram, and then obviously you have a podcast, Small Doses. Yes, you can check out my podcast, Small Doses, every week. Uh, my Instagram is Amanda Seals. Um, you know, and that's re- and and you can also go to smartfunnyandblack.com, and we got some cool stuff going on over there. And we actually ask anyone who's interested to please sign up for our newsletter, The Union, because really we want to be able to connect directly with the folks that love our brand and the stuff we create. Right now, I feel like a lot of folks have to go through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter Mm -hmm. or whatever to connect to their audiences. And it makes it to where like the man is in the way. (laughs) So we're trying to get around the man and get directly to the people. So head over to smartphoneandblack.com and sign on up. Yes, love this. As always, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacy on all platforms. Scam Goddess Pod, if you want to check out the pictures from this, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter as well. If you want to send on your friends and family, Scam Goddess Pod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, well, watch the Blacklight Sketch Show. It's all out on HBO Max. Watch iCarly. First season's out on Paramount+. Plus. Get into our shenanigans. Guys, we're up for an iHeartRadio award. Watch, Ooh, tune congrats. in. Thank you. And also, the merch, potswag.com. I'm about to switch it up. So if you want this round of merch, like, get it now before I take it away. Congregation, stay scheming. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.